Hello, and welcome to Confessions of a Young Adult. I'm your host, Stephanie, and it's been a long while since I've put out um, a podcast episode. Um, As many of you may know, I started this podcast as my senior project in college, and after I graduated, I started working, so I put the podcast aside. Um, And now I'm deciding that I'm going to bring it back. I have some downtime and I feel like it's important to cover a lot of the topics that I want to cover on this podcast. And I just felt it was important to bring it back. Plus, I loved doing it. So I want to start putting out episodes again. And I hope that you all love them and join me as I deep dive in a lot of topics that we as young adults face day to day. So with that, today's topic I want to cover is older sibling syndrome, but I'm specifically going to cover today older daughter syndrome. Um, I have seen this topic on social media so much lately, honestly, and over the past few months, I've been seeing it all over social media, but specifically all over Twitter of people sharing their experiences and sharing how they still deal with that today and their daily lives, like whether you're in your latter 20s, early 20s, um, adults, people have been sharing their experiences and how they grew up and how they still deal with it in their everyday lives. So I got very interested in the topic. I started researching articles and reading different articles from all different places and different doctors that I've posted um put articles up online about it and I just thought that it would be a very important topic to cover because it is a real thing it's not something that just came from social media it's a real thing that people have dealt with and still deal with so with that I wanted to cover it so I started just like I said reading a lot of different articles and one that I came across was from Mom Junction. So just to give a little bit of a um, definition to what older daughter syndrome is, or specifically, I'm talking specifically about older daughter syndrome, but in general, older sibling syndrome on Mom Junction, um, they defined it as an obsession or desire for perfection, high self-esteem or pressure to meet parents' expectations. And those are common signs of oldest child syndrome, but it's not your fault. And they go on to say that children with oldest child syndrome could show dominance and act as second parents to siblings. So that article was covering it more of from a child's perspective. So I'm not going to reference that article that much just because I'm talking about how it affects young adults and your young adult life. So with that, I came across another article on, um, and excuse me that I sound a little um, off. I'm under the weather, so my voice is kind of gone. Um, But I wanted to research to find some things about older sibling syndrome in young adults. And I came across an article um, that was on Katie Couric's uh, website. And it was written by Diana Valenzuela, and in the article, they referenced a lot of um, 
different excerpts from doctors that have studied the subject. So I'm going to reference um, a lot of different things in this article. I also really enjoyed this article because they did specifically cover older daughter syndrome and how it affects you. So I was reading and they pretty much said the same thing about how older daughters have to sometimes assume the role as a parent to their younger siblings, whether it's a younger brother, younger sister, whoever, that a lot of times they have are an expectation is put on them at a young age to assume the role of another parent or the therapist. And it takes a real toll on you as you grow up because you take on a lot of the emotional baggage that comes with that. Sometimes they were saying you even have to be the therapist to your parent and take on a lot of the emotional baggage that they may have had and put on to you throughout your entire childhood and with that it comes a lot of real life trauma that you experience throughout your young adulthood and having to navigate your own emotions because you've had to put your emotions aside so much throughout your childhood to be there for everyone else that you didn't get to really express your own needs and your emotions and then in your young adulthood you have a hard time expressing your feelings so in my research on this topic there's a lot of different factors that cause older sibling syndrome to rear its head um specifically in older daughters like i said um they sometimes have the pressure of taking on a lot of different responsibilities when parents are trying to navigate parenthood, um, especially for the first time. It's a lot of trial and error. This is not to bash parents for how um, they raise their children. This is not to bash parents because a lot of parents are just doing the best that they can. Um, there are a lot of different reasons, and I'm not going to get into all of them because I know that it's not always that parents are doing the best they can. Like I said, there's a lot of different factors that can come into it. And sometimes um, there could be different reasonings. When I was reading this article, it was also saying like there may be parents that have dealt with substance abuse issues. There may be parents that are from a different country and is trying to navigate raising children in a new place and not and having to um, lean on their older children to help them to try to navigate a new life and then there's just times where parents may not notice that that's what they're doing to their oldest children especially when they have another child and maybe that child is seen as like the star child and with that the oldest child ends up having to take on a lot of the brunt responsibilities and it's tough and it's a toll and like I said this is not to bash parents but this is to highlight a real situation and hopefully to shed some awareness that it's okay to acknowledge and feel like hey I went through older sibling syndrome it's put a lot of trauma on me I'm not saying me personally I'm not an older sibling I'm a younger sibling <laughs> um, but I'm saying that it's okay to say this is what I dealt with 
it's not okay that it happened, even if it wasn't intentional. And I would love to know and to be able to navigate it and grow from it and hopefully overcome it because it is a real thing. And I hope that from this video, as I deep dive and have researched the topic, that it can help to shed some light and hopefully help to find some ways to be able to overcome this. So as I was um, continuing to read, there was a specific quote that I um, want to go over that I read while reading this article because they were talking about how to heal from eldest daughter syndrome. And in this article, they quoted an excerpt from Dr. Gail Gross, who's the author of How to Build Your Baby's Brain, A Parent's Guide to Using New Gene Science to Raise a Smart, Secure, and Successful Child. So in this article, they quoted Dr. Gross as saying, by parenting her parents and taking over some of their responsibilities, the oldest daughter, in a sense, is suppressing her own feelings, wants, and needs. She loses the capacity to not only recognize how she feels, but also to speak her feelings. As the oldest daughter enters adulthood, she may experience sadness and depression without identifying a reason for either. This state can lead to post-traumatic stress disorder, as well as personality disorders and free-floating anxiety. So if you've experienced um, older sibling syndrome and in your young adulthood, you experience free-floating anxiety, um, putting a whole lot of pressure on yourself and you don't know why, you don't know why you can't ever be satisfied with what you're doing, the goals you're accomplishing, and always just feeling like you're not doing enough. It's a direct relation to what you went through dealing with older daughter syndrome because when you had to take on a ton of responsibilities whether it was over your younger sibling or taking care of the house or helping out financially or taking on jobs really young to try to help out your family or dealing with maybe your parents weren't the most encouraging and as you were sitting there trying to keep everything and everyone together you never got a hey thank you or I appreciate you or thank you for doing that or thank you for taking care of that without me asking or maybe you always dealt with a parent always saying that's not good enough or always getting on you about anything whether it's your looks whether it's your weight whether it's what you're doing in life whether it's how you're approaching school just always feeling the pressures of you are doing great, but it's never looked at as doing great. That takes a toll when you become a young adult because you don't know how to appreciate yourself. You don't know how to cheer yourself on. You don't know how to feel like, hey, do I want to do more one day? Do I want to continue to achieve my dreams? Yes, but I'm going to give myself props for where how far I've come and where I'm at now and that I used to dream of being where I'm at now and I'm going to continue to try to get to where I want to get to but I'm going to give myself a little grace you don't know how to do that because you never experienced it and you never experienced having your parents do it to you whether they did it intentionally or whether they were just being pretty sucky I don't know but 
you start to feel anxiousness and it says that you could feel depression and a form of post-traumatic stress disorder and again it's not to bash parents and it's not to bash younger siblings either they probably didn't even realize that that was happening and I hope that you and your younger siblings have a great relationship and that they appreciate everything that you did for them as they were growing up it's just that life wasn't easy on you and it's okay to give yourself some grace um and one of the biggest things that I'm learning in my own life is to forgive myself for the times that I was too hard on myself to forgive myself for the times that I bashed myself I personally like I said didn't go through older sibling syndrome I'm not the older sibling I'm the younger sibling and I'm the younger sibling of an older brother so I'll probably do another episode where we deep dive into older brother syndrome there might be some takes on that I know it's not as big because as I was reading in this article it is specifically something that affects daughters a lot more than sons but I'll do more research and see if there's something about older brother syndrome because I know personally um you know I come from divorced parents and I was always the emotional little sibling and I know that my brother had to suppress a lot of his emotions as we went through that trying to be there for me so I think that it's definitely a thing even though it's not as big as older sibling syndrome but I definitely would do some research and do a different episode if I find some um good articles on it and we'll deep dive into it but back to what I was saying part of trying to heal from older daughter syndrome is and it even said it in this article is forgiving yourself and giving yourself words of affirmation and telling yourself I was as I was reading um it says that it can be very complicated to try to reverse the way of thinking and the way that you were um, raised to think when it comes to how you were treated um, while dealing with older sibling syndrome. But it's important to try your hardest to reverse that way of thinking because it could help to heal those feelings heal that feeling of not being good enough and as I was looking and I'm looking at another quote it was saying see the situation from an adult perspective but I'm saying see it from an adult perspective in the sense that maybe your parents didn't know any better and didn't realize that that's what they were doing but it's still okay to say I see it from that perspective, but it's still not okay that it happened. And know that you didn't do anything wrong. The article goes on to say that you should know that you didn't do anything wrong. And they quote saying, all you knew was that you were being compliant and doing what was expected of you. So that goes along with what I was saying to forgive yourself. You were only doing what you knew was right. You were only reacting in the way that she thought was okay you only like 
thought that always feeling like you had to be perfect and do this and do that and be there for this person and therapy for that person and help raise this person and help do this around the house because that's what you thought that you were supposed to do. That's what you were expected to do. And you missed out on a lot of your childhood of just being a kid and having somebody take care of you and your feelings and nurture you and help to grow your self-esteem and help to encourage you to be the best that you can be encouraging your kids to be the best they can be is fine but teaching them that whatever they do no matter what it is and how hard they try that it's not good enough is not fine and it affects you and if you never realize that that was something that was wrong then you never get healed from it and then you're in your adult age and then you're like why am I anxious all the time why am I sad why do I always feel like I'm not doing enough why do I always feel like I'm not good enough it's because you were trained to think that nothing that you did was good enough and now you have to retrain your mind to give yourself some grace give yourself some forgiveness and to know that you're doing okay, you're doing all right, and you're doing the best that you can. And that's all that you can ask for. And with going through those situations, try to find times to find the positive in the negative. So when I say that is that going through older uh, daughter syndrome was a very traumatic situation and it caused a lot of hurt and pain that still carries over in young adulthood. But know that with what happened, you probably became a very independent person. You probably became a person that's a huge problem solver. And you became a person that probably has a lot of empathy for others. And yes, it came off of the the back of a traumatic situation but maybe we can try to like reverse some of that and congratulate yourself for the good traits that you have because of it and teach yourself to acknowledge I'm an independent person and because of what I had to go through at a young age I forgive myself for being so hard on myself I forgive myself for everything that I, for, for not, I don't really want to explain it. I forgive myself for not knowing how to navigate certain situations because it wasn't my fault. And I probably put too much pressure on myself of thinking that I have to handle it and deal with it when it wasn't something that I caused. But I will say you're a very strong person. You're an independent person. You're probably a very empathetic person. You probably get things done. You probably know how to figure things out quicker than anyone else. And that's an amazing thing. So I will close by saying that acknowledge that this is a real thing and forgive yourself for anything that you need to forgive yourself for. Speak kindly to yourself. Give yourself words of affirmation and rebuild yourself to know that it's okay to congratulate yourself, to encourage yourself, and to applaud yourself for all of the amazing things that you're doing today and for how far that you've come. And going through something so traumatic 
and to still be a person that's standing strong and achieving their goals and being a strong person who persevered through all of that without even realizing that it was a problem. You're a strong individual and you deserved a lot more from what you experienced. But I personally encourage you to do whatever you need to do to be able to fully heal from that situation and to stand in your strength and to continue to achieve your goals and do everything that you want to do and forgive yourself, forgive your parents, even if you don't have a good relationship with them, forgive them for yourself. It doesn't mean that you have to have a relationship with them. It doesn't mean that you have to say it's okay what happened because it's not, but forgive them for yourself so that you can grow and continue to experience all that life has for you and I'm rooting for you. <laughs> so thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this gave some perspective. Um, I will try to link the article that I found. But again, it's from katiecurricmedia.com. And the article was written by Diana Villazuela. So um, that's, like I said, where I referenced a lot of the quotes and um, where I did a lot of the research from because it specifically talked about what I'm about to talk about. So I will try to link it in this video or in the caption. I hope that you guys will continue to tune in with me as I deep dive into a lot of topics that we experience as young adults. I hope that you will subscribe and help me to grow my audience as I'm bringing the podcast back. And if you would like to join me on the podcast to talk about any of the subjects, always feel free to message me, DM me. I'll always say what the next topic will be. And if you want to join in and I'm asking for uh, people to join, I'm happy to hear from you and to bring you on because I would love for this to be a community-based podcast where we get real about everything that happens in our lives. So thank you for tuning in and I will see you all next time.